0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 207 of the No podcast We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast tonight. Lots of good news. Yuji Naka speaks out about Balan Wonderworld. Uh, does he speak in favor or against? Find out later. Uh, don't anticipate another Shinmu. What does that mean? Uh, Embracer Group is edited again, question mark. And we have your May Game Pass games and PlayStation Now games. And your may PlayStation Plus games and Lames with Gold. I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there, except for Hydro Thunder, but we'll get to that later. I am Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. What's up, sir? Brant, great job building out the news. That's As all, good job, Brant.
1: On, on this uh, May 4th, when we are recording this, May the 4th be with you. Is that the significance? That was happening. Star Wars Day, sir.
0: Star Wars Day, were there big any big Star Wars announcements? Uh are we getting any of the Lego Star Wars games for free?
2: No, it was the I think it was the no. Obi Wan
0: TV show. That was yeah, the trailer. Yeah. <clears throat> the Obi Wan TV show? Yep. How of download yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. I know the teaser looked pretty solid. There's a lot to cover in that time frame, it seems like.
1: Yeah. They've got people familiar with the um the animated stuff like uh Rebels, you'll you'll notice some of the uh, the characters that they're introducing into this. It's funny how they've kind of leaned into that, and the
0: animated stuff seems to carry most of the plot line that they yeah. wanna, they want to continue with. Between was Clone Wars, did they knock that one out of the canon? Was that officially not canon? No, it's or, it's you know, canon. It's still canon. Yeah, yeah. So your biggest like pillars of lore at this point are Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels,
1: and, <laughs> and they still build on that. They had a... a Show was it last year? Um, that was the bad batch that kind of <laughs> added to the Clone Wars stuff as well. Then and there's gonna be that. an
0: Ahsoka spinoff too, right? The yeah. The Twilek.
2: And that's from what uh when, when she was in it Wasn't Clone Wars, it was the one after that. What was she? She was in Rebels. Rebels. She, she was in Rebels. Fighting and Dark Vader again. Yeah.
0: That other voice you hear, Lore Master, Cesar our the second. Hello. Welcome, sir. You're going to fill us in on all the lore.
2: Absolutely not.
0: I have the jokes. (laughs) Brand has the news. Cesar has the lore and some jokes. And Brand has some jokes. I think we all have jokes. Speaking of a joke, let's jump straight into this. uh, (laughs) Yuji Naka speaks (laughs) speaks (laughs) out about Valentine's Wonderworld. (laughs) Oh, hell. This is kind of a lot to unpack. Yeah, And it's one person's side of the story, so keep that in mind during the reading of the story. Uh, this comes from Sal Romano Gamatsu. Yuji Naka was removed as Balan Wonderworld director half a year before release. He claims the game was unfinished. Uh, Sal notes, Sonic the Hedgehog creator sounds off on Square Enix. Yuji Naka was removed as the director of <clears> Balan Wonderworld <throat> about half a year before its release and filed a lawsuit against publisher Square Enix. Uh, he said in a series of tweets, I guess it got outside of his realm of whatever his NDA or whatever it is that he couldn't speak about things. I guess it got outside of that and he was finally able to talk about it. The lawsuit was over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Yuji Naka has revealed that he was forcibly removed from the project and claims that Square Enix released the game in an unfinished state when it launched in March 26th, 2021. Oh God. It's a full thread of tweets that you can catch up on. They were translated by cheese Meister. Is that the guy with the Joe Buck with the, packers hat <laughs> that is that person damn i haven't seen cheesemeister's name in a long time
2: yeah
0: oh god so basically they like blocked him out of working on it uh first when youtubers arranged piano piece piano performance of the game music was released in a promotion instead of the original game soundtrack turning the composer into a ghostwriter i insisted that the original track be released and this caused trouble second according to court documents Uh, Naito Oshima told producer Fujimoto that the relationship with developer Arzest was ruined due to comments I made wanting to improve the game in the face of Arzest submitting the game without fixing bugs. Also in an email from Oshima to Fujimoto, he wrote, I just told the staff about the demo delay when I told them, This was producer Fujimoto's decision. Let's do our best for him. The staff applauded and cheered. This was unexpected and I was moved. The staff's been down lately, but their spirits have been revived. Thank you very much. All of us on the staff will work hard. So the schedule wasn't up to me, but the producer, yet the schedule, but the producer, yet the schedule being tight was the producers doing something was off. We were releasing an original game, but only putting out an arranged track was definitely wrong. I believe the game music that everyone can hum out are the original tracks. So it started with the music, and then it totally derailed from there. Yeah,
1: he also talks about how he was not allowed to retweet or, you know, like, like anything on social media. As as far as like fan art, you know, and he's he considered that pretty much free promotion. And it's yeah, like, it is. And it, he's excited about the game. Yeah, he's he's he, he talks about how cool it is, you know, to see people get excited by the characters you create and you know make their own renditions of them or you know their own little spin on them so but yeah Square Enix didn't want anything like that and he he claims uh at least this is how he I'm sure this is how he feels that Square Enix does not care about the game fans and yeah, they don't that, value that was the a games statement. Yeah. yeah I know he also mentioned something in here about you know how he wished he could have how he feels that the game is unfinished and how he he wishes he could have you know worked on it and he feels that you know even up to the last minute that there's always something that can be be done yeah. uh, I know he brought up in this somewhere talking about uh yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, two weeks before finalizing uh, how he came up with the idea to even if you have one ring, you won't die so. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine playing? That was playing, two weeks. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Could you Dark imagine playing? Yeah, it's the Dark Souls of Sonic games. Dark
0: Souls of Sonic games. <laughs> Holy shit, that would have been rough.
1: Where even if you have, let's let's just say the cap was like ten rings, like they did increments of of ten or something, and if you had ten rings, yeah, and you got hit, boom, you did
0: you got to at least have the one. Cause I know like certain boss battles and stuff. I'll like be hectic. Yeah. Yeah. You got to at least get one. And even, even that sometimes is pretty difficult. That would have made it super, super hard. Cause you, at least if you have one ring and you get hit, that one ring comes out, right? So you always have that one bail. As long as you have a ring, you have that one bail out at least. Unless you drown. I think Cesar and I got our last, last time we tried to beat Sonic the Hedgehog. I think we drowned too many times. And that was the end of our playthrough. (laughs) Never again. Uh, You guys have played. have have y'all played more of uh, Balan World since release or past the, I know, Brant, you played a pretty good bit of the demo. Uh,
1: Yeah, I played, I played some of the demo. I think Cesar played it a little bit after it came out. Didn't you?
0: No, I've only only played the demo. Was there something there Something there there to fix? Was there something that a little bit more time could have, could have helped with?
1: Maybe. Mm, I don't know. Fleshing out some different ideas or something because that whole <laughs> only being able to jump with a certain costume and then only <laughs> being able to like a, <laughs> do this action with a certain costume. Those were the deal breaker bits. Yeah. A- had you been able to, I don't know, maybe... Hold like two or three different costumes and and like shift between them, rather than like have to go back and pick them up like little power ups and things. So like a I mean, scan visor or something where you could switch between the uh, attributes. Yeah. Who who knows? I mean, who knows what this was was actually supposed to to be or what it could have been. And again, that's just his uh, his take on things, his version. Yeah. There's my side, your
0: side, and the truth, right?
1: Yeah. And obviously he from this thread of uh of tweets he's pretty uh pretty bitter about the whole situation. It sounds like the whole thing was kind of pretty off-putting. I mean, At least, he's been around the block for a while so I imagine he's pretty pissed, so.
0: Yeah. And he came out of retirement, right? He was not he had not made a game in quite some time when when this I, came about. What was that? A good question.
2: It said uh, Ivy
0: the Kiwi was like the last thing he made. Oh, that was we and DS, right? That's been a minute. That's when was, was that under our zest or was that a new company he had founded? That's when he was independent or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see if he hangs it up after this or if he's. What is Yuji Naka these days? What is his last. That's how I mentioned Ivy the Kiwi. Like, are we yeah. really hankering for this next person's vision and. Maybe he just needs to be on support staff with
1: somebody somewhere, or but I retire. Mean, Dude's kind of old. When you go into this catalog of everything, I mean, it's it's Sonic Team. So yeah, most of Sonic, Billy Hatcher, Knights, and uh, Burning Rangers. As I well always, as Fantasy Star. <laughs> Fantasy Star, yeah.
0: I guess that's a Sega thing, but I get him confused with Yu Suzuki sometimes, who I guess we'll be talking about very soon. But it's like these old heads at Sega. Do they need their own studio or (laughs) what are these guys still doing? Don't know. I think this story's not over. He said his bit. I don't know if there will be a response. Uh, Square Enix may be done with. Well, his wouldn't have been affected anyways because they kind of kept the Japanese studios. But yeah. Uh, we shall see. We shall see what comes of it. I still want to play that game.
2: Don't worry, you still got a chance. It's available everywhere. It hasn't, it hasn't been ten dollars yet. $10. I think.
0: I think ten dollars <laughs> is my magic. My magic point. I'm sure it's going to be in your five below, and then you <laughs> get be five <laughs> below on every platform.
1: Yeah,
0: it's probably
2: the rare five below find where every platform is represented in full. Yeah,
1: and when it is, there. that's that's the Christmas gift for everybody that year. Yes, everybody gets battle. Everybody Wonder
0: gets Balin Wonderworld. You get Battle in
1: Wonderworld. <laughs> no, what's Wonder funny World. is y'all look at it for five dollars
2: and you're like, eh, can it go to two fifty? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll get
0: it at five below. Ten do, you know ten dollars is usually my go price, but five would be five would be a no-brainer. There were I was there, I talked the family into going, which I was looking for games, they ended up costing me like thirty-seven dollars if they bought a bunch of bullshit, but I went to look for games and didn't find I can't even remember what they had, but it was it was that un- unmemorable. Oh, they had Borderlands the pre sequel for three sixty, and I was like, what? How is this? How are these floating around?
2: I mean, there's so many versions of that game, so
0: I know that's like, been, it's been surpassed, surpassed
2: and version put in collection storyline. and shits on the fucking Switch on digital form. So you can get mm-hmm. the, you can get your code box like I did for like ten bucks when it was on ten dollars. So
0: the code box, yeah. Long live the code box. Uh, next up in Sega producers, Yu Suzuki. According to Video Games Chronicle claims, there are currently no concrete plans for Shinmu 4, but the designer wants to be it to be more accessible to newcomers if it happens, which I think would anger the old Shinmu heads. <laughs> uh Shinmu creator Yu Suzuki has indicated he doesn't have any concrete plans for Shinmu 4, which well, weren't we kicking around a rumor a couple weeks ago that there might be some pending announcement? There was supposed to be some announcement after the,
2: the anime was done. And- there was some work being done with like that one-on-one studio or whatever it was called.
0: Right. And the anime just wrapped up. I think the 13th episode came out. Oh the rumor was
2: supposedly after the anime, it was supposed to be like an announcement that four was going to be made.
0: Yeah. Um uh Suzuki was speaking to IG in Japan this weekend at a special event to celebrate Shinmu. Uh as reported by Famitsu, Suzuki discussed several topics, including the recently released Shinmu anime and spoke about Shinmu 3 and its potential plans for a sequel uh he states that Shinmu 3 was a work made for the fans with the fans in mind and was a crown and kickstarter for this reason uh he said because it was created to please the fans he was happy as well received by players who enjoyed the previous game that's basically what we said in the summary uh
2: but since yeah. i'm running a
0: company i have to think about what can sell if i continue i've been seriously talking about it over and over again he pre- previously pledged to continue making Shinmu games as long as there are other others are those who wish to see Shinmu live on? Uh, Suzuki's latest comments echo an interview he gave to IGN Japan two years ago, in which he also said he believes Shinmu 4 will happen and that he wants it to appeal to a broader audience in yeah. the last game. So I'm I think sorry. that's. So maybe with three, you had to please people who were looking for that Dreamcast sequel, right? And then maybe with this next step, you bring it more in line with modern expectations and mechanics and that sort of thing. Right. But those demodernize yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Those shimbo so. hardcore fans, though, will not like that, I think. I don't care. I want the story. I don't give a fuck about the way. Yeah, it that's true.
2: Tell your story. 40 percent done. I mean, this just came in the mail yesterday. So. What okay, is this? Uh, shimmy through complete it's all the dlc on disc with the game really
0: yeah very nice what dlc was added some story stuff or like side missions story
2: stuff mini games
0: some more gotcha mechanics more uh catcher disc catcher things
1: or arcade Um, games off-brand
2: sonic characters you can get from the gotcha machines
1: (laughs) 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 big the Hmm. cat Got this one it's, already.
2: Can't, you can't use uh, all the Sega license anymore, so you have that uh, 501 Game Boy cartridge <laughs> that you play all your games on at the local oh. arcade.
0: So they had, like, Fig the Cat?
2: Yeah, Batman with the Spider-Man character. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right, so if Shenmue 4 comes I out. Don't be upset happen- when it doesn't play, like, 1 through 3.
2: Yeah, I think it'll happen, but I think it'll be once he figures out what type of game he wants to make, so it might be a while.
0: Could it be a visual novel?
2: You can make it as a visual novel. I'll buy it. I don't give a shit. So.
0: Anime? What if it's the anime? Could, i watch the anime. Finish the I story.
2: I mean, look at the first comment down there. There's only one comment in that article, and you can tell you what people are assholes about. it. So. I don't care as long as I get the, the story. So.
0: What's the first comment? What do they say? Scroll down. Uh, Shinmu 4,
2: more like Shinmu Boar. Uh, Where will the Shimu Dandy spend their Shimula?
0: What will spend the Shimula?
2: Shimu Dandies.
0: Shimu Dandies.
1: Yeah, I know there's a good bit of controversy with three, so
2: I don't. I particularly don't care. I just want to. I want the story. It's only thirty. They're 40% done.
1: So. Yeah, I know that's that's one of the main complaints is he said he was going to kind of finish the story and he didn't really go that far with mm-hmm. the story. Could be
0: less than, remember, it was supposed to be 16 chapters. He could be less than 25%. He should be grateful for the 40,
1: 40% <laughs>
0: story. <laughs> was this not the game we had the release, like the leaked notes of, of how they wanted to finish it up? Wasn't there some sort of... Like canceled game continuation where they published the Bible, as it were, of how that story would go. Maybe that's something else I'm thinking of. I don't remember, I don't, I don't this think This doesn't sound familiar.
2: Yeah. Because then you're gonna have people in the comments like, when is this part gonna happen?
0: You know where they were going. Yeah. We talked about it on the show. It might have been the third version of something. They were like, here's where it was gonna go, and we just we didn't do it. But here's the notes. Here's what it was gonna look like. Dark I feel Watch like it was three. not what's that dark watch three dark watch three <laughs> we're already getting dark watch two <laughs> the, the online game <laughs> the game looks evil. good what was the name of that the cowboy evil I remember one that, look, that looks good i'm evil evil west
2: evil west it's made by evil the west who um tracked the yomi and they also did the um, that game that's on psm plus part three shadow warrior three shadow warrior three right and they're on a roll. They got like three games coming out this year.
0: I watched some gameplay. It looked good. And then I saw co-op in the description. I was like, wait a minute. And I never saw any co-op gameplay, but it, it does looks look good, solid. man. It I'll, looks solid. It I'll looks watch
2: it. It's like Dark Watch, man. Dark Watch yeah. vibes.
0: But like AAA, it looks like a full featured like its frame rate looked good and moved great. Evil West. All right, next up. Embracer Group does it again. Says Brant. Uh, this comes from the Verge. Square Enix is selling Tomb Raider Deus Ex, and it's Western Studios. The studios and game properties will become part of em-
1: Embracer Group. Let's go, let's get another Gex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brandt's takeaway. <laughs> uh, this is uh, only made even more interesting because a couple weeks ago we talked about Crystal Dynamics had announced that they are coming they're coming out with a developing a new Tomb Raider. Yeah. So maybe that has something to do with the, the ask as square Enix is looking to shed these studios. And it seems like just an overview before we dive into it, it seems like they did well and they revitalized a bunch of these franchises, but it didn't meet whatever square Enix's standards were on what these sales should have been. And it's yeah. like, cause I remember them yeah. saying that with the tomb Raider games, it's like, well, what th- this is like critically acclaimed. They're selling a bunch of copies. Like what, what, Where's the miss here? What happened? Like, what were you expecting? Maybe they're looking at how much they put into that studio and how much is supposed to come out of that. But they re-released that first Tomb Raider like 80 times. I think they I bought say, it most times. I think they're just looking
2: at what uh, other Western studios made, so their sales.
0: Uh, this comes from The Verge and Andrew Webster. Square Enix is selling off its three major Western game studios along with the associated video game properties. That's the key. Studios is just a studio. It's these IP I think that are that are a big deal, yeah. uh, which include big names Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, and Thief. The studios and properties are said to be acquired by Embracer Group for an estimated 300 million. Not a lot for those vaunted IP, in my opinion. Uh, in total, Embracer is acquiring Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal, which amounts to 1,100 employees across three studios and eight global locations. The company will be the steward of brands including Tomb Raider, Deus Ex. Thief, and Legacy of Kane along with continued sales and operations of the studio's more than 50 back catalog games, including Brant's favorite game of all time, Gex, starring Dana Gould. And the, the unreleased uh, Gex Jr. Gex Jr., which they just <laughs> uncovered and dumped. Yeah. Uh, Bracer is quietly, is a quietly huge publishing group, which operates more than a hundred studios, including the likes of Borderlands, developer, Gearbox, Saber Interactive, and THQ Nordic. Uh, I saw a very funny meme. This is not my creation. I wish I was this bright, but it was, a uh, it's the guy setting up the three dominoes. You got like the really tiny domino and then the medium one, and then the super giant one in the back and the front domino, uh, he's, he's about to knock it over. It says, uh, THQ spends too much money on uDraw and goes bankrupt. And then the last domino has all these studio acquisitions from Embracer Group and THQ Nordic. It's like uh, THQ Nordic goes on to own Tomb Raider IP amongst, and then it you know it's listing Gearbox and all these other people. Uh, we're thrilled to welcome these studios into the Embracer Group. Co-founder and CEO Lars Wingefors said in a statement, "We recognize the fantastic IP, world-class creative talent, and track record of excellence that have been demonstrated time and again over the past decades." It has been a great pleasure meeting the leadership teams and discussing future plans for how they can realize their ambitions and become a great part of Embracer. Uh, In 2017, Hitman developer IO Interactive split from Square Enix to become an independent studio. They note that early on. Despite this deal, Square Enix isn't completely out of the Western scene. The company noted it will still publish Just Cause, Life is Strange, and Outriders games. Uh, what do you guys think overall for uh, Embracer Group and their IP acquisition?
1: Good for them, man. Yeah. HQ, they're doing some great stuff, reviving IPs, re-releasing stuff. And
0: and they're good at putting stuff on everything. Yeah. It seems like when, when we get one of these revitalized franchises, we get a copy on yeah. everything. So
1: they paid all that
2: money so they can just put the Eedles Interactive logo on the Time read.
1: <laughs> Back
0: where it belongs. Yeah.
1: Hey, they could do it. They could add them to that to that team. And I mean, hey, we could see um, a collection of those uh, Soul Reaver games brought up to modern consoles, uh, redone. And yeah. somebody was saying
0: Soul Reaver doesn't hold up, but I never played Soul Reaver before, they're despite wanting to multiple times.
2: Uh, they're a fucking liars. I, I can say, that. yeah, I it still people...
0: holds up. <laughs> I think they
2: um they mentioned what they said they're going to break even or make a profit within 2 years. Yeah. Uh, then they they mentioned that if they can cut out specific deals with certain publishers, they can make uh, money back from this deal faster, And which I think was a hint
0: at like maybe doing some game pass stuff what they're looking uh, at. Oh. Uh, that's the deals with publishers or like PlayStation they didn't call books, it out there but you thing.
2: know, you know Sony has their own thing right now so I guess they're mm-hmm. anybody to cut a deal with the May figure they will make a profit quicker than in two years that they can cut those type of deals for some of their games coming out those groups i mean that'd
0: be an attractive piece for that new playstation plus premium too right if yeah. they're looking to we've talked about this like games as a service type deal where people are looking to pad their catalogs a la netflix and all that and we didn't really we didn't really get the whole picture together when xbox first started but you know game pass has just rolled into this monster and it was some of those early acquisitions and just, just filling out a library that started building that up and and getting people to play. I mean, if you put these legacy titles in there, that's a huge get for either one of those services. $300 million, man. I thought it would be a lot more yeah. than that, especially with some of these other big acquisitions.
2: Uh, it was a steal, so. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And uh, I know it's just weird that
2: Sony didn't jump on it, but... Uh, catalog, but.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if we see Square Enix get bought up at the some remaining, point by the remaining yeah, because I know it didn't say it in this article, but I had heard somewhere that they were planning on using this this money to um, help them streamline some stuff, look, you know, pursue that blockchain uh, all crap, yeah, and all cloud gaming and yeah, but also <laughs> uh, this deal. Um, Embracer Group isn't incurring any of the debt that Square Enix has right now, because apparently they have a decent amount. So, and they're kind of in a weird spot right now. They're Square Enix is is doing some weird things over there at the moment. So.
0: Bring back Yuji Naka. You made a mistake. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I
2: mean, we, we know why you know, Microsoft
0: Microsoft would have jumped all over this, but. We don't
2: they're not going to buy anything until that activision deal goes through yeah especially with the ftc looking at it now if it was the department the, of justice it wouldn't be a big deal because i mean they they block it you can just sue the department of justice
0: usually get you the wouldn't. monopoly eye on them but the ftc is a different thing man Yep.
2: because everybody's getting mad and throwing fits like oh what do you mean it should it's like yeah it should go through but the ftc's looking <laughs> at it 50 50 now because i guess <laughs> sit there and make an example they're making
0: like remember you know, the sprint the sprint t-mobile thing was like five years ago and i was officially forced to be t-mobile customer like Six months ago?
2: But you see, with that, that was just the, that was the Department of Justice. That wasn't FTC. So, FTC is a... You know all those people when we used to watch on TV where they're bitching about uh, big tech owning all these companies and IPs and they're too powerful. We can take them down. They can decide stuff. FTC is the one. They want to cut that down. So, that's why I said it... I mean, they should be able to buy Activision Blizzard, but they could make an example of them. Like, no, you're, you're getting too big as a one-entity that you'll have so much power later on down the road and we want to prevent that. Right. So, cause we're having issues with certain things you, that you run now. So, right. That's why it's a, it's a 50 50 thing with the FTC and they, they could do something they can still get it, but then they can set these guidelines about how, what, how companies can be acquired video game wise in the future. So.
0: Right. Like you've done this and this and this very recently, why are you also trying to add this one?
2: And they could be assholes and be like, all right, you, you said that you just want their mobile company, then you can just take the mobile aspect of Activision Blizzard and you got to spin off everybody else. Yeah. So, they could do that. Yeah. yeah. Those could be assholes, well as well as I, it, it could go through. It could not. It's 50-50 now. So. Yeah. Mm. It was a short thing before, but now FTC's in there. It's 50-50. But uh, it, it, to, to make my point, until that deal closes next year, uh, I don't see Microsoft making any purchases. Even though people argued like, well, they bought 20 studios and I kept on, you know, I keep looking at it. It's like it's an FTC deal now. They can't fuck around. They can't just sit there and start buying shit up. They'll have to miss out on good deals, man. I mean, if they want Activision Blizzard, unless they want to
0: break it. So Because that's such a big piece. Mm-hmm. Uh Legacy of Kane, where can you play these on? Gog and Steam? Are they still?
2: Um, it yeah. plays on Steam
0: with the controller.
2: Uh, but for me on Steam, I think it with our with our rig. Uh, you may run into the same issue I did, Richard. I think after I, I got above 720p, it crashes. The Game needs to be updated really bad. Gotcha. Um, it's like so an old. You build. have to fiddle with it on Steam uh, to get it to run because I think I put the
1: resolution too high and it just kept crashing on me. Is
0: this Legacy yeah. of Kain?
1: This is Soul Reaver. <laughs> like, like a lot Steam. of the other Square Enix stuff <laughs> so, <laughs> that then you people have, like, people had to fix them, on, them their on their run. like
2: GOG and stuff like that. They're all split across all over because it just all depends on who how much work they put on there to get that stuff on like steam and whatnot i think i don't think gog is as uh restrictive as steam is because you know like silent hill 4 and metal gear solid 2 and all that those are on gog they won't run on steam so
0: because gog can boot like some sort of licensed dos box version or something right where it launches a kind of a pc emulator on top of it it's not trying to force some native thing basically yeah, it, yeah. you know gog is not
2: a, it's drm free, so they don't have to have certain things in that could right. potentially break the game to make it run on Steam. So that's what that's why the reason it is. So but you could play Legacy, Legacy of Cain on was it on PlayStation, Dreamcast, and then PC. And I think PC is probably the most um easiest way to play right now. So the most accessible. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Unless yeah. by some miracle playstation now thing whatever the fuck it is they're able to get the the ps1 version on and running on there somehow so be
1: awesome yeah we'll know in a little over a month
2: yeah
1: I'd i mean i, to see that I have stuff. hope
2: because you got namco games on there and namco was so excited about doing ps2 on ps4 but then they ended up not doing it at all because they look at the profits on there and then what they had to do to get those games on there and it wasn't worth it. So. but now they're
0: probably being offered a subsidy of that program those subscriptions yeah. Yeah, so and that's I much more enticing.
2: we already got three games on there, I mean that's more than what they did on the PS2 to PS4 because they did zero. So I have hopes that we'll see some decent stuff.
0: Have Have Japanese developers embraced Game Pass in the way they might do be more susceptible or, or accepting of this Sony one? I'm, I was just thinking like we've had all the Final Fantasy games on Game Pass at this point, uh. a bunch of Capcom stuff. They're, they've been selling more
2: Xboxes in Japan, um, but they're mostly Nintendo. Yeah, mobile is whatever they can go portably is what they play. So I think when Game Pass is mostly in the cloud, they'll do well for them. Yeah. I know a lot of there's a lot of VTubers they partner with that they did for sponsorships for Xbox Game Pass, where they just went through and hmm. played different games for their viewers. Um, smart. So they that may. It's, it, it, we'll see. It depends on how they do it. It's like, you know, Sony just went through and they just they just bought a VTuber company three days ago. Uh, they bought Prism Project uh, from not Sony, but Sony Music Entertainment Japan. So it's the same company that that owns uh, Crunchyroll. They went out and bought all these VTubers. Now now they're managing them. And so so now,
0: so now they have marketing and advertising basically for their for their catalogs.
2: Majority of them are English. So there's some of them that
0: are that speak a little bit of Japanese, but a lot of them never played PlayStation
2: games. Don't even have PS5. So now, like they're getting now they're able to do this product placement and a lot of their their stuff on there. So
1: Smart. they've been interested
2: in getting into VTubers in a while. Um, so like they just purchased them, I think three days ago. It was on the it was mm. on
0: Twitter. It came out of nowhere. So that's the first big get. It's kind of like I felt like the, uh, Ninja and all his like affiliations and stuff was kind of a big deal, like a turning point as far as like the face of someone presenting this stuff where you didn't need a uh, E3 stage or, you know, somebody in a suit telling you about Peggle 2, <laughs> you know, you had, you had somebody that already had a following of sorts and people were going to go to for this, for this content. And even those who didn't really know who he was before were watching this stuff because they heard, you know, word of mouth and name recognition and things like that and, it, and that's pretty smart
2: and it's and it's weird too like I, from one of the vtubers i watch, it's like the way they work on it it's you know they have to get permissions to play games so they can monetize it and i think i've told you this before richard in chat but uh you know there's certain games that you have to play on certain consoles it all depends on what deal they have with that company so i know like um and there was one where they had to play super mario galaxy 2 on the wii u uh, and had to go
0: buy a Wii U for that, right? go had to
2: buy a Wii U for it. Um,
0: um, and it was
2: like, <laughs> it took them like four months. They had to, go, they specifically had to go buy a Wii U for mm-hmm. Super Mario Galaxy 2. What? Um, and so like uh, some of the, the Yakuza games can only be played on PlayStation consoles and PC. And there's certain games that can only be played on Xbox. There's certain games that can only be played on Switch. It's uh, it, it's all de- depending on permissions from the publisher and they dictate what console it is. And I think there's some kind of backroom deal with certain publishers on what's played, so. Uh, It's it's interesting, man. I hear that stuff, and it's like, I just go into details like it's crazy that they have to buy certain things to fucking play it, so. But it's like...
1: I know certain games, they won't even let them play. Yeah. Hey,
0: until we sell out, it's the Wild West. We can do whatever we want. Heck yeah. yeah. Which, I'll I'll mention it when we get off the line, but I'll I'll chat with y'all, but I've reached out to somebody about potential sponsorships, so we'll see if we hear back from... Oh from them. Fingers crossed because I'm swinging and missing on my attempts. Not Crunchyroll? (laughs) Uh,
2: Spoilers. It is Crunchyroll. (laughs) That that, that way we're only doing doing sponsorship with Crunchyroll so we can just get the free uh, membership. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is. Save me me eight bucks a (laughs) month. It's like a sign...
0: It's like Seinfeld when uh, Kramer gets the hot coffee spilled on him and his lawyers like amping him up and he's going to get all this money. And they go in and they offer him free lattes for a year. And he's like, deal. <laughs> That's Cesar. We're getting some major sponsorship and they offer Cesar a free crunchy roll, And he's like, yes, <laughs> I'll sign. <laughs> Me and Brand are pulling him back like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're going to get more than that. You burned yourself on the anime coffee. <laughs> we're gonna, We're going to get better, better cut than this. All right, I'm tired of talking. It's somebody telling me about these Xbox Game Pass games, including the prequel to the future pseudo-sequel to Koden, Which I watched some gameplay of. It looks good. Hmm. Um, let's see. I, I got it, man. All right. It's so, not a Trek to Yomi, which also looks good.
2: Oh, uh, in case you missed it. they. Lo- I hate doing the Game Pass thing, man. Um... We've got, what, NBA 2K 22 22. <laughs> available now.
1: No, 2-2 was good.
2: 2-2 on there.
1: Yeah, like, 2-2 as
2: in the ballerina 2-2. Alright, yeah. cloud console.
1: They're playing basketball on their 2-2s. 2-2s. Yep, continue. Uh, I would play this game.
2: Uh, you could be playing it now. We'll create a character. Um, True. Uh, Loot River, which was uh, also on cloud console and PC. Uh, coming soon is going to be Trek which will be on cloud console and PC May 5th. Uh, Citizen Sleeper, not to be confused with Citizen Kane, which will also become <laughs> Cloud Console PC.
0: Rosebud uh, Simulator. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm just getting, I'm just getting uh, the sled everywhere. I'm like, where is the sled? everywhere? <laughs> um. Uh, Danganronpa 2: Goodbye Despair <laughs> Anniversary Edition. That's Cloud Console PC. Uh, May 10th. Uh, which they got the first one but like last month or a month ago. Uh, Yuden Chronicle Rising. Uh, with May 10th which is day one, and this, this is, is what I like was a, alluding to. A prequel to Euden Chronicle Hundred Heroes, which is the su- spiritual successor of golden
0: I watched a uh, gameplay of that, and it was very, very good. They had a kangaroo bouncing around with an eye patch on him, and he had a giant sword in his back. <laughs> I thought he was pretty dope. They probably call him Roo or something like that. All right, and, and this war of
2: mine, Final. I time. think it was Roo. Yeah, I believe so.
0: Or Kanga. <laughs> It has to be one of the two,
2: or Kanga, last name Rue. Um, cloud console <laughs> and PC. Uh, NHL 22 console. Uh, your DLC game updates is Age Empires 2, Dynasties of India, uh, Brand's favorite, uh, Halo Infinite Lone <laughs> Wolf Season 2, uh, uh, Stellar 3.0 update, Nemesis Expansion, and I'm not going to go over the perks because it's just ridiculous. I guess the only thing yeah. we need to make sure is we claim our past tense Gungoos bundle. i don't know what the fuck does that mean. So you get a past tense Gungoose vehicle coding. And for I guess the most important thing out of that's the 4-2 X boost and the four challenge swaps that never work for me. Um leaving soon is the San Andreas of the Grand Thefts. Uh Enter the Gungeon Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2 10 2 HD Remaster Remnant from the Ashes Steep. The catch Carpent course. That's got to be a fishing game, right? The catch, carping, course? Or still?
1: It's yeah. got to be. Got to be. It's gotta I'm,
2: be. Looking, I'm looking that up. Hold on. And then the last one for this leaving is the wild at heart. The catch I currently carp do course. Re, very important research on the car, the car, course and catch. It is. Uh, it is a fishing game. There is uh, a like like the arcade arcade style
0: like Does they have bass a real game? peripheral, real. peripheral. It needs one.
2: Uh, It's super expensive. It's like 50 bucks. It might be something we want to try out
0: before it leaves game pass.
2: It's like $50 physical.
0: Whoa. Wow. What? It looks legit, man. Somebody <laughs> caught a, a
2: specimen <laughs> northern pike. Look at that shit.
0: But does that count as carp or course? Or ca- carp and coarse? Do you have to <laughs> classify to each fish? Yeah. When, you, when you catch a fish, you have to classify it.
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. Look, look, the, look, there's one where they're in Rotterdam, and there's one there on the lake. There's a guy who looks like he's just peeing into a river. <laughs> This game looks dope. That's um,
0: that's my experience every time I go fishing. I'm like, man, I gotta piss somewhere. Oh, go. Just going like just the extreme
2: pleasure as you're peeing. Oh, I feel so good. I can't yeah. help it. The
0: fish as God just, intended. Ah, just drinking your pee. Right in the waterway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all that all that alcohol in your pee, and they're getting drunk off your pee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we we announce all these games when they when we we read every one of these blog posts, right, for Game Pass. So we yeah. we at some point said the cart's. The catch <laughs> carpet course, and we skipped over it. We dismissed it. No, yeah.
2: I wasn't concerned until I'm like, am I missing something else? Yeah. So I'm gonna find
0: I'm the just, episode where we announce the catch carpet course and we skip over it. The three C's. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> did did Kojima
1: make this game? If you're having to pee in the river, or uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's the three C's: and it's coming to the cloud cloud console, and computer. Yeah, as as, as it should be played. All right, oh, uh, Norman. Norman Reedus is there helping you fish. <laughs> I, I'm
2: turning off the console. Now the PlayStation Now games for May. Um, Naruto, Shippuden, Ultimate Ninja Storm Four. Is that a good one? Um, yep. it's it's a Naruto game, and they've gotten better in each one. So I'm going to go with maybe.
0: Uh, I'll leave it on that one. It's good.
2: Uh, Soul Caliber Six, which is really good.
0: I know that's a good one.
2: Uh, blasphemous, which is uh, another one of those uh, pretty good uh, Metroidvania type games. Yep. Uh, and then they throw out the bottom like, hey, there's changes coming to the membership for the next month, and then they go into details about like, your cards are worked. Um, and you gotta wait.
1: Yeah. But this, these are the last games that we're getting with, or that anybody's getting with PS now, because yep. yeah, it changes next month. Historic, uh, historic announcement. Yep. I- I'm gonna have a bullshit, uh,
0: whatever that.
2: Highest tier thing until 2025 with their conversion rate, so fuck okay. <laughs>
0: it. You got a good mix of the hybrid uh, plans. Well, yeah, because I had the... Now
2: and then was I have like four years of like PlayStation Plus, and it equates, it equates to like three
0: years of the highest tier.
2: So yep. I'm
0: like, I'm sure. It's not bad. You'll be able I'll, to sample whatever's coming out and get all your trials and everything else. I'll
2: play the shitty versions of Ridge Racer and Tekken 2.
0: Hey, if they're out there, that's fine, right? We're going to go uh, with that's good for them to be available. I'm I'm just laughing cuz everybody's like why taking why,
2: Tek- no, why Tekken 2, not taking 3 and I was like and then they forget like taking 3 has that uh manga character in there and I was like ah they got they don't have the license to gone anymore, so I don't know how they're going to pull that off.
1: License to go in there
2: and remove gone. So
1: and then people will cry that the, the game's not pure. It's missing characters. It's gone. Gone's gone. Uh damn PlayStation. that PlayStation
0: preservation team. We knew they'd be up to no good.
2: They're fucking shit up already. PlayStation Plus
0: games game for May. Uh, uh
2: you got the the fifas of the tutus
0: with a um, uh, smiling Mbappe on the front. Uh, that already bought this on Stadia,
2: which I've uh taken a photo of his face and sending it to Richard every so often whenever I make jokes. <laughs>
0: um tries a midgar Uh which is I guess
2: I've a almost
0: I, Yeah, I've almost bought this before, so I I'll be willing to try this out yeah, on Plus. Yeah.
2: I'm going to be bitching when there's no version of Thor in there, the good version of Thor. Um, or,
0: the, or the city from uh, Final Fantasy 7 you're expecting. Mm-hmm.
2: And then the other one's Curse of the Dead Gods, which I would almost got confused and thought it was just a expansion to Tribes of Midgard. Yeah. But, uh,
0: it looks like the same art style and everything, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's font. A, yep. It's a,
2: a single-player roguelike uh, for uh, exploring a cursed temple, seemingly infinite labyrinth of bottomless pits. Deadly trap monsters, your greedy blade. Your, oh, I'm already bored. All right, I don't want to talk about anymore. <laughs> um, no offense to the Curse of the, the Dead Gods developers, I just.
0: It I, looks okay. It's it's cel- It looks more cel shaded than the uh, tribes of Midgard. I'm, I'm sure it will play better than what was described to me. So I just. It was. I don't know. Enter the temple. I'll,
1: I'll claim with it.
2: Gold. Yeah. Grant, you L- can bring us home with lanes of gold.
1: Flames with gold. Flames
0: with gold, except for Hydro uh, Thunder.
1: I'll just say we'll just go over these real quick. Uh, Yuko's Island Express, The Inner World, uh, The Last Wind, mo- The Last Wind Monk. Wait, does Hydro- that mean there's another inner world or is that just the subtitle yeah, of it? And that and that Do must we- be the first wind monk must be the that first part. Outer world. The Last Water Monk. Hydro Thunder Hurricane and Viva Pinata yes. Party Animals. That's I think the, that's the worst of the Viva Pinocchio game. It was like <laughs> the, the Mario
0: Party one, right? <laughs> yes, I think the Sonic so. Shuffle of Viva Pinocchio. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's a low blow. Oh no. the <laughs> Sonic Shuffle was
2: it Hudson or was it somebody internally in Sega?
1: No, yeah, it was Hudson Soft. Yeah. It was it was Sonic it, Team and Hudson Soft.
0: It was literally the Mario Party people. Yeah.
1: That's that's why it was such a disappointment cuz you expected a decent Something so, decent out of so, that. Yeah, you
2: know? and it was like, was it Eurocom did, did Crash Bash? Hudson
0: Soft.
1: <sighs> I, who did? Yeah, I don't remember. Eurocom Crash did Crash Bash.
0: Yeah, Eurocom checks out. Critics classified Sonic Shuffle as an inferior clone of Mario Party. Hudson Soft, damn. Yeah, it
1: was Eurocom. Why did they Eurocom the or Cerny?
0: One? Oh, Smilebit worked on that game too. Huh. And they went on and did better things. So. basically, yeah. they shit the bed and then just took off from there.
2: <laughs> I don't know how oh. the Dreamcast failed. Oh. We didn't have a good Mario
0: Party oh. by the Mario Party people. Oh, Sonic Shuffle. Oh dear God.
2: I like a dance, the Sonic Shuffle. I mean, it also <laughs> came out. It
0: also came out November fourteenth of two thousand over here, which was already getting close to death knell time. Yeah. Because I, I think that, they pulled think the plug public- in, what, February of twenty of 2001? It was, like, right around the corner.
2: I bought my Dreamcast in August of that year in 2000.
0: So, August. August. Yeah. And
2: we bought a copy of Soul Calibur with it.
0: Ooh, Not a bad comic that,
2: that, that whole fall, played, like, a bunch of shit on there, and then they, they killed it. So, I was like, oh, that sucks.
0: friend of mine got his... He got the Sega Sport Pack, but it wasn't the... He didn't get the Black Dreamcast, so I don't know what skew what? this was. Yeah, I don't know what skew this was, but he got... I think it was a retailer skew. I don't think it was one of the Sega bundles. So he got like MLB, NFL, and what, NHL? to Like 2K or 2K1. He got that bundle, and it was 100 yeah. bucks at that point. Because at that time, that's when they were on top. Yeah, what, like NCAA, NFL, NHL. Yeah, but just no EA Sports games, which that's what yeah. everybody was clamoring for was EA NBA Sports games. games. Even though these 2K games were solid, it's like the market grasp of...
2: Uh, trying was a different a,
0: sports game. I
2: mean, it, it was that time in our lives where everything was brand name. You know, like, I got to wear this brand name thing. So. So I want to play this brand name game. So nobody gives a fuck anymore about that.
0: So. Despite these upstart studios. Well, you saw Microsoft do it a couple years after that with, like, their Microsoft Sports Online or whatever they called that, where you got, like, NFL Fever and MLB. Sounds like a Black Key song, NFL Fever. <laughs> Just about. Yeah. <laughs> NBA Inside Drive, I think it was. I played the only Xbox game I played on stream was that was their their build of MLB Inside Pitch, I think was inside that Pitch. Was, was a master M- chief a pitcher in there? Yes, he <laughs> was. A DH. He was throwing to the various uh, Panzer Dragoons. <laughs> there was a whole team of them.
2: <laughs> it was. He was a designated DH. He just came in there and designated hitter and just, just he was a power hitter just get him out there.
0: Yeah, guaranteed home run. Microsoft said if he was going to be in the game, he could never strike out. It was nonstop home runs. And they, uh
2: Then they uh, future future patch uh,
0: Marcus Phoenix. in <laughs> Yeah, it was a screen test for Marcus <laughs> Phoenix. But it was the one. It was the one without the soul patch, because you've seen that one, right? The original Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, before they turned him into John Travolta. Yeah. Yeah. No soul patch, and he had like I think he had lots of hair. He didn't even have the bandana. Oh, uh, so still Dom was a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, uh, I guess the I guess... standouts are Yoku's Island Express. I heard good things about that when it came <laughs> Yoku's out. Yoku's Island
2: Express is really good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I always read it as Yoshi's Island. And then you Hydro got, Thunder. I only got
2: done not calling it Yoshi's Island. Now you brought it back, so.
0: Right. <laughs> of course, Hydro Thunder. I think this will be one of the games I try out with my arcade Ooh, days stick. of thunder. Days of thunder. Yes. And Arctic. Movie what was the Arctic the game? One? Arctic Thunder. The NES game? I got the PlayStation Three game. There's a Days of Thunder PS3 game. And it came with the movie, yeah. (laughs) On Blu-ray, is it a Blu-ray copy? Oh, I gotta see this. Is Tom Cruise in the game?
2: Top Gun one, as well. Yeah, it was both. It was called the Tom Cruise Collection. It was both those games came on PS3.
0: What are they like? Little arcade games? Uh, they're full-size games. Do they suck as bad as I think they suck? Or have to suck?
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure they
1: did.
2: I bought one,
1: though. <laughs> I might have bought it for the movie. Oh, I wonder, I wonder how collectible they are. Days of out.
0: Thunder for PS3. I
2: don't feel like looking for it, but I have, it. I have Days of Thunder. Yeah, uh, you don't
0: have to. Was it made by Hudson Soft?
2: Uh, Paramount Games, I believe.
0: Paramount Games. Paramount Games Plus play all their uh, new releases if, if they come out. All right, that's all your news. Let's get on to games played. Grant we played some Halo. Yes, we did. Bleed it off. We played some Halo. Uh, that was Monday before the new season launched. Did we have any? Oh God, we had our epic comeback. I think yeah, that's the biggest It was our last biggest, game. Our last game. And it was called it I want always want to call it zones, but I don't think it's zones. It's got another it's where you have to take the three um the three areas. Yeah. And the more you have of the strongholds. yeah it is stronghold because i want to say that's like for battlefield or something but i've definitely played way more halo than battlefield how do we get these maps in these uh because we come up with other names for them like seeds and batteries and stupid shit like that that's not actually i don't know the name of it yeah it's strongholds you're right so you try to hold three zones if you're holding one you get no points if you're holding two you get a ticker that goes up if you're holding all three the ticker flies right Mm-hmm. So we had been getting our asses kicked. I think when I looked at it, it was like one 182 to 76 or 74 or something like that. Yeah. We were way behind. And we ended up getting, we got the second zone. And so we were we were taking over the points. We were getting the ticker. And then I split off to A and got A and was taking, was holding A, and our ticker was just going crazy. And then I killed three people that came to try to take it because it was only one at a time that yeah. came. And you guys held down the other two zones. I think they were a little bit closer yeah, somebody, to each other.
1: Yeah, somebody was holding C, and then I was across like just like sitting on B, and I killed a couple people that came over there. We hunkered down, man, and we
0: freaking won that thing somehow. <laughs> we had no business winning that one. I would have been so upset on the other side. We had no business winning that one. About it was say, amazing. It was, it was
1: that whole last minute we watched the, the damn go up and up and up In and tie and then we went ass. over <laughs> and they got a couple more i think the i think the final was like 200
0: 186 they got like they got like six to ten more points out yeah. of that after we first started holding them down but oh boy that was a rush we had no business winning that one i know when we won i was like yes, <laughs> it felt like one of those big victories and then um Tuesday at one o'clock Russell and I got a couple rounds in before they they literally pulled the plug on the server kind of like we used to do with Sea of Thieves back in the day but the ships didn't go flying up in the (laughs) air that was the coolest (laughs) server disconnect thing I've ever seen the the
2: test flights or whatever when we did it for the
0: Infinite as well yeah yeah it did it did it for Infinite didn't it we would be playing until they just weren't our people like running or something what did they they did something crazy it didn't just boot us it we like warned the map and it we all fell out or yeah we
2: did that once and i think the other times it's just it never started
0: again yeah we got dropped out of the bottom of it like like the rug we'll got pulled out the
2: match. it killed us like right when it's loading.
0: yeah <laughs> so we're playing that and then all it tells you on this one is cannot connect so i started doing the time zone number thing and i'm like all right 10 11 12 1 okay they pulled the plug on us so we're probably not gonna be able to come back to this so he and i played some uh master chief collection we went we went back to the og uh halo addiction we started off with Halo 3. We did the BRs. It's not Tactical Slayer in that one. It's called SWAT. That's what it was. Man, Halo 3 is so slow. You move so slow. <laughs> it's so hard to go back to. And I was instantly aggravated. I think I went 1 in 16. I killed one person. I went 1 in 16 on this. Like It was bad. Sparrowed everybody
2: else is what you were saying.
0: I didn't have any of the movement down. I didn't know what melee was. I didn't know where the bomb throws were or the reload. Like, everything is mixed up from what we've been playing so many hours of with Infinite. Um, So then he and I dropped back to uh, Combat Evolved, and we did the action sack like we like to do and had uh, flamethrowers. And then we did shoddy snipes on one, and he and I finished first and second on both of those. It's like we got back into it, and we dominated again. It was like, yes, this... I picked up those controls, but I have way more experience with that first Halo than I did the third one. So I was able to pick up those controls real easy and, and take off with it. Uh, and then the maps went up and I think we played that. Yeah, it was last night. Um, Cesar Russell and I got a couple rounds in um, Russell joined us after we played the new map. So we got to play one of the big team battle maps and the name of that one is Cataclyst, I think. And it was like Doom, right? Cesar, it was like you were on Doom 2016. It's like you, the what, first part of the game. The hot lava and everything. Yeah, it had the lava, it had the sands, it had the like your. It was like you're on Mars in that first. Brent, you remember when Samuel Hayden sends you after like the first key card or something in Doom, yeah. and it actually opens up where you're not in the corridor, and you go out into that first area where you start doing the traversal and climbing up the ledge, and mm-hmm. you know trying to string together the melee combos, and it's like that first arena where things just kind of rush you. And this map was huge. It's and then Hoover was on
2: our fire team. Decided to recreate the thing where when Richard killed me with a
0: grenade. It, as soon as the
2: thing started, so I that's how I enjoyed the whole beginning of the match was when I was team killed.
0: And Cesar's <laughs> experience with the new map is jump in the back and get ready to gun people with the Warhog, and then the guy just flies backwards off the cliff in the War Like what I'm are you do, doing?
2: Gives me minus 100 points for uh, team death. And I was like I was immediately. Cool. And then like
0: halfway through the match,
2: the first two seconds of the match. <laughs>
0: Then, like halfway through, it's been another, you know, five or six minutes. I get in with him. He does the same thing. I guess we weren't his preferred partner or something. He just drives the thing straight you off see. the back of the Warhawk. I'm he's like, what the fuck team. are you doing?
2: He's in our fire team. And then he was looking for me in the map and he just kept trying to run me down with the Warhawk. I just kept flying over the place. I, like, I almost quit. I was like, I can't have fun in this game because it's like,
0: stupid. The
2: went out of the way to killing us. Because he's in our of- fire team. So he can
0: see, I can see him around the, the map. And then we spawn on him. We spawn yeah. on him or he oh. spawns on us. So, like, he's always somewhere close to us. It's fucking annoying. That guy sucked. But that, that's happened so few and far sparkles, between them. What was the
2: sparkles? Uh, sprinkles, what was the name?
0: Sedois? C-, c-, c Deweys moist, X dois X- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was random. It wasn't like a memorable phrase. I might look them up there and ban them so we never get them again when we're in party and yeah, stuff. can
2: we ban them forever? Is there an option for, for me to like, ban this guy and never...
0: You drop the ban hammer?
2: Yeah. I do it all the time on Twitter.
0: I just... Crazy. I. I think about all those times we used to get booted from master chief collection and Brant still gets booted from fucking infinite. Oh and, and you got these guys driving you off warthog driving you off the cliff and the warthog murdering you for no reason. It's like, why is Brant getting booted? But that map was good. There's a bunch of like vertical verticality to it. Uh, There's, there's a part on the, I guess from our spawn point, it was on the left side. There's like a track. There's like an old broken road and it has two layers. So on the bottom, you have a lift, of course, that goes up. And then on the top, you have like at least, Cesar was like two or three holes in the top of the map where people could just drop down.
2: It was like a, it was interesting because like it was like a tube system. So like you'll twist and turn as you fall down.
0: Yeah, you would, it was like a trash can. You would hit that side and then you would come down this way and then you would come down this way. It was like a, it was like a slide. I did that one time from the top, but then people are just waiting to murder you at the bottom. Like I got three of the kills waiting on the bottom. Like I saw the red on the map, but they weren't near me. And I was like, where the hell are they going to come from? And then they just popped down, look in the opposite direction, and and I was able to clean them up at that point. Did we lose that one, or did we win that one? I think we won that map.
2: I don't know, man. I, I felt like I yeah. lost for
0: that team killing, so. That's all <laughs> I remember. Yeah, it was annoying. Uh, we did figure out two pretty important things. There's two battle passes. So there's one that's the 899 battle pass that seems like what we got last time, where it gives you a couple of boosts and... What was the what was the determinant factor with that one, Cesar? The other one gives you like twenty-five levels, but it's like twenty-eight dollars.
2: Yeah, I think it gives you XP and enough XP jump packs to get you up to like level twenty-five. It jump starts you that to was like- the twenty-eight dollar one. Yeah. But I think that's where Richard noticed and I mentioned it earlier when I was about the like both battle pass. Still finish up your old one
0: yeah that was the important thing we figured out Brant. you can like after you purchase the battle pass you back out and you can activate either one so you could keep working on season one and knock those out or you can grind away at season two and and start adding those things mm. so it's there for you whenever you want to like we had this we had this hype built up in our minds we had to finish up 100 by the time the second season came out and that's just not how this game's working you can keep getting those other armor pieces and whatever else you wanted from that first season no issue and and then switch over or vice versa So I thought that was super user-friendly. Yeah.
2: Doesn't feel like you're missing anything, especially since you paid money for
1: it. Yeah, Yeah. that too.
0: Um that was my Halo Minute. Uh I got an arcade stick. I think I talked about this last week that it was coming in. I'd never mentioned this. Nope. Okay. I got a there was a deal of the day, that's what it was. And it was one of those 8-bit dough uh switch Bluetooth controllers, uh, arcade sticks. And it works for, I think it works for Switch and PC. And like you guys, I have everything. So it was like, do I want to be confined to just those two? I'm sure there's a bunch of good things on Switch and PC, but like, what if it's something older I wanted to try out, or some Xbox compatibility, or something like that? So I did a little research. I got, I didn't get a bottom tier one, but I got a um, mid tier. Yeah, what I kind of consider the mid tier. It's a company called Mayflash. Oh, Mayflash. Do what? What? Entry level. Yes, I'll go with entry level. But I would say slightly above entry level because they actually have one below this. But it's called the Mayflash F300. And it works for PC, PS3, 360, Xbox One, Switch, PS4, PS5. Did I leave anything out? Xbox Series consoles. Um, It does them a little interestingly. Because when you get it, like I've never had a home fight stick that felt. I've never had a home fight stick. So my comparison would be like the NES Advantage or that Genesis Arcade stick. Those are the only two that I currently have. Um, access to. But I get this thing out and it feels great. It feels premium, like it's sitting in my lap and all that stuff. Super long USB cord. Um, it came with like plastic covers on the buttons and the, where you set your hands and all that kind of stuff. Uh, setup is a little weird. There's a switch at the very top where you can switch between, I got to look this up a little bit more to know what I'm doing and not fumble around. But you can switch between an X input, a controller input, and a D input is what it looks like and i got the controller input to work on most everything um i've only tried on ps5 and xbox series consoles and to get them to work uh so you plug the usb in the front of either one of those consoles you have to plug a controller into the stick there's a usb port in the top of the stick and you plug the controller into that and that like passes your connectivity through or something like that which is kind of funky um, it was a lot easier on the Xbox One or the Xbox series console because it uses that first party controller. But for some reason for PS5, you have to have a third-party controller to work on on like one of the PS4 ones. So I happen to have that um that little uh, Hori USB mini, I think is what they call it. That yeah. it's almost like a little D-pad style, like with two little sticks. And I've got that for for the PS5, and I just plug that into the top of it, and then that passed through the. The controls and everything really well um i haven't played any fighting games with it interestingly like i've <laughs> talked about probably yeah so was like that's not interesting but like i've <laughs> no, talked it's, about it's pretty uh, funny yeah well like i've talked about from the beginning of this podcast like i had never really gotten into fighting games it's something that i want to do and i think this will be part of it so what i did was downloaded just a shit ton of shooters and Uh, arcade style games like i tried uh rondo of blood i played some rondo of blood with it It's super responsive clicks well like it feels good to move the to move the stick around i tried sonic mania um don't recommend sonic mania just because like when you have to when you have to crouch down sonic and then like rev him up to do that dash roll or whatever that move is called that was implemented in the second one it's kind of hard on arcade stick yeah He's never really facing the right way and that might, that might be more my control than anything else. But like my two favorites um have not worry about it. I, I, what's that? So no, you did it
2: right, don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'll be playing Sonic with a stick. They just I read somewhere that that was a good one to a good one to try. But Ikaruga for a 360? Awesome. Awesome, awesome with a stick. And that one famously shifts you between two different like shield types. Mm-hmm. So you've got like dark ammo And if you're the dark ship, you can absorb that. And then you've got like the light ammo or or white looking shots. And if you switch with a button press, that's not your fire button. You can like take the damage or take the hits of the corresponding color. But the other one's will one hit kill you. And there's some great level design and like mechanics built into that shifting of the of the bullet types. Ikaruga is awesome, awesome game. And it controlled so well on this. But I think the highlight of and this was just kind of a this was kind of a whim download cuz there was a couple games i downloaded that that didn't support it or they were twin stick shooters and uh Resogun i downloaded Resogun uh, probably the best launch title for PS4 i would argue and i knew booting it up it was a twin stick shooter right like you move your ship back and forth so Resogun is like a is like a gradius or something but it's like a 360 loop right so you can always kind of see the voxels around the halo thing that you're the loop that you're your path is that your ship another, can take. Another
2: and Xbox
0: uh, staple, Halo. The Halo, the Resogun Halo Halos, and you're trying, trying to, save, to save, you're trying to save humans. as part of it, right? So there's uh, there's certain things that you'll do that'll unlock the humans that'll drop out of cages, and you can save them for bonuses and such like that. But when you're booting Resogun, you can pick between arcade style or controller, and so it then maps. You know, you're moving your ship with the. Uh, with the stick and then you're shooting left or right with two corresponding buttons and then they map the specials like there's a bomb and there's a boost and it maps other things like that to the stick i had so much fun and maybe this is a testament more a testament more to the greatness that is Rezzo gun versus the my arcade stick i was playing with but that game is so beautiful and so much fun still like it's a gorgeous game soundtrack's good and it was a lot of fun just whipping around using that stick and, you know, making that fighter go left and right. And you could turn on a dime instead of having like a D-pad control on that. And it was just really good. And I'm excited to to try more stuff out with the stick. It, I highly recommend that. I've had a lot of fun with it. It was only like, it was $53, I think. So I think before next week, I'm going to hook the Switch up and try some of those. I I feel like I have the Street Fighter collection and maybe a couple more fighting games. For switch that I want to hook up and see and a couple of those arcade archive um, games like Donkey Kong and uh, the Mario Mario Brothers Brothers. because a lot of my Mario original Mario Brothers was on Apple II with the you know that had that Atari type joystick. (laughs) So I'm gonna try that as well but that is the The Mayflash Mayflash F300 F300. I really really do like do like it it's been a lot of fun. Fun, 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 fun to play, play, play with an arcade, 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 stick, 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 stick. So fighting game, I'm going to let you guys recommend a fighting game. Do I start with Tekken? Do I start with Mortal Kombat? Do I start with Soul Calibur? I know Street Fighter, is it Street Fighter 4 that has like a training mode to it where it'll teach you some moves and stuff, some essential moves? Or do I start with one of the old school ones?
1: I'd say start with Street Fighter 2.
0: Okay. I'll bust out that collection then and pick one of those. I was also, we were talking earlier about where to play some of those, like GOG has some of those old Legacy of Canes and things like that. Where can you currently play the original Mortal Kombat games? Is there an easily accessible, because I know there was a big push for an HD collection at some point. Is there an easy way to play those Mortal Kombat games? Hmm. They're on GOG, but they're the DOS versions, which I don't think are highly revered for anybody. Play with a stick? yeah emulated maybe like mr
1: yeah probably <laughs> or raspberry pi yeah because i think
2: the best collections was the ds1 and then um
0: which is not very stick compatible
2: and then i got i got the digital versions of the ps3 collection as well but i don't think that's available in the store
0: they've been delisted right i may actually have those did they give it did they give them to us on playstation plus one time i may have those I'm actually kind of curious now too.
2: Downloaded on my PS3 the other day. Uh, guy, I looked look- in there, and my download list, and it was in there. Like, oh, I had this.
0: I did read that with this stick, it doesn't work in back like the backwards compatible PS3s that we all have. We you can't use like you can't them. use them for PS1 or PS2 games. It only yeah. works natively as a PS3 controller. It just it's yeah. not even recognized as a PS1 or PS2 controller. Which is kind of a bummer, but there's a lot more, uh, especially on eBay. There's a lot more secondhand PS2 sticks like hoary sticks and i even found that tekken one cesar so do you remember that tekken 5 one that sat on the counter at my store for like a year and a half that big yeah. red black box i found that one for like 110 bucks and i remember it sitting on our counter for 250 i think it was expensive <laughs> when it came out
2: i bought that thing clearance for like 40 bucks
0: you did Ooh. found one yeah that was like because I,
2: I got the because it came with the pack where it holds all five tekken games and i have that pack and i put all my tekken disc in that pack uh, but I think I'm only pay like forty bucks
0: for it. That's a good piece to have. Tekken Fight Stick Bundle. Ah, uh, those are my games played and my uh, arcade accessory review.
2: Okay, so you might be able to do it on Windows. I got the Mortal Kombat Arcade Collection. That's what I got
0: on PS3. And it's still it's still on Windows.
2: It's on here on Amazon. Uh, Warner Brothers Digital Distribution, three gigs. Uh, doesn't look like it's Steam. It looks like it's a separate download.
0: Just like a, uh, its own like program on Windows? Like old school style without a launcher? Yes, yeah, it's got its own uh, ex- uh, EXE. I bought another um, game like that. Oh, I bought Dead Space off of Amazon like a year ago and it was its own executable. It, it wasn't tied to Origin or anything. Alright, you can take a look at that. That's the one I have on
2: PS3. That. Oh, I'm dying.
0: Um That might collection be the, with a K.
2: Yes, that might be the one that if you, you may have it. I don't know. if I don't know. They, it's possible they could have given it to us Plus, no telling because they gave us a bunch. Of shit Ten out. bucks. That's the one that's on PS3. That's the one I just downloaded the other
0: day. Oh God, it's Windows Vista approved. <laughs>
2: XP yeah.
0: and just Windows. So see
2: it on their platforms, just Windows. Yeah, yeah,
0: one yeah. Just a Windows Vista, Windows. Pros, cons, no resolution switching. Oh, never mind.
2: DRM is Steam, so I guess it is on Steam.
0: I just saw it there. Use Steam Big Picture Mode and the Steam Controller Configurator for your Xbox One controller. Okay, so it's not. There's playable versions of these out. It may not be like top tier. Uh, preservation style, right? But it's they are available.
2: Yeah, sure. Let's go with that.
0: What versions are on those Mortal Kombat Arcade One-Ups? I have no clue. I wonder what they ported onto those. You know, what?
2: I can't remember. And the last it's more combat I played play. was more combat four on sixty four.
0: Wow. Does this work for PS three?
2: <laughs>
0: if you have the PS three version, <laughs> it'll work for the PS three. I don't think the code for the PC version will work to be used on the PS three. So that's a negative from me. <laughs> 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 oh man. God bless the comments. Cesar told me always look at the comments.
2: Comments are the best, man. Always talk shit.
0: All right, for me, uh, I played right, a bunch. How do I get out of the chat? Cesar, how do you get out of the chat and back to this call? Uh,
2: pop X to the right
0: of the chat. Of oh, the chat, not of the Skype program. Oh, I'm back. I just changed Windows. <laughs> I was lost. We all are, man. Um, remember when we'd live stream? That would like brick the feed, though. Like <laughs> it would just have me as the little Skype logo. Yeah. yeah. Now, now
2: we just we have the live streaming, so you can look at chat never pop in there every so
0: often. Just look at the chat. Yep. Yeah. The chat amongst us.
2: Amongst ourselves, yeah.
0: Along chat up. amongst yourselves.
2: Um, for me, I think. Uh, play some uh, more of and ai i'm not gonna go into details about that i think the only thing i played this week on ps5 was uh, i did play uh rocky and pocky uh the new one um I
0: rocking comes- hockey hmm? rocking hockey rocky and, rocky and pocky yep. rocky and pocky oh that's out uh it is in japan okay uh and then i think the american one comes out later on this month that's good um, that one kind of fell off my radar a little bit.
2: And it it plays like Rockin' Hockey. It's like a it's like a shoot 'em up. It's basically a fucking shoot 'em up. That's all it is. It's like any other Rockin' Pocky one. It's a, I'll play it with
0: my stick. You can't play it with your stick. Yeah. There you go. I did play it with a arcade stick. I didn't I'm play looking for it. I'm looking for stick compatible games at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> play it with your stick. Go ahead. You can play a lot of stuff with your stick. Will my stick work with this <laughs> game? Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Starts with a P
0: and. <laughs> uh,
1: as, yeah, as long as you have that Edge browser.
2: <laughs> edge browser. <laughs> as soon as uh, Richard's done with the call, a call, is closing it down, open up the Edge browser. <laughs> it's already <laughs> it's up on the side. Off.
0: It's up on the side already. <laughs> Time to lock the door to unlock. <laughs> um, you got multiple monitors. You know what's up.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I got mm, way too many monitors. <laughs> so. but yeah, I think I played like the first three levels, and I mean, it's a bullshit story where it takes place after the last game, which I think was like, the GBA one or something like that, where they figure some shit out and then they're like, oh, now the forest monsters are back to attack them and now you're just going, that's a, it's a basic whatever. It's always them against the forest monsters or uh, demons and ponies and whatever they have in there from the shrine. So, um, it it had, from what I can tell, it has all the same power-ups. It does look better. Um, It it does have a new engine.
0: Um, Is this the same people that made these old ones? no because i think this one's
2: licensed from taito and you know taito's owned by square enix but i think this game was made by natsume atari which also made that yuden chronicles game is coming out as well so So, okay which is actually i think not owned by natsume but natsume is publishing that game over here it's weird okay but yeah yeah i played some of that probably played a couple hours of that um like i said nothing's really much changed. it's just uh shoot them up it's um it's with a throwaway story so it's like if you ever wanted to play more pocky and rocky and and you had a hankering for it and you know it's not
0: like it's easily
2: available and everything nowadays so i mean scratch that itch for you so
0: nobody's um, playing the the stories aren't that deep right it's just the gameplay that's so good yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah. i mean now you just have a way to play it now it's on i think ps4 and switch so
0: and is it a remake you said it was a like a continuation okay but it's uh, essentially the same thing.
2: I can't remember if they... I'm now I'm trying to think. Uh, it doesn't say the engine. So, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, it looks like a fucking Rocky Vocking game. Yeah. You're on the back of the box, I'm not going to do it for too long because nobody else can see it but it, you guys. Um, Outside of that... Um, as we were talking about before the show, my Steam Deck came in.
0: Steam Deck, tell us about it.
2: Um, I've probably played that majority of the week. Uh, Excellent. The first thing I did was boot it up in desktop mode, uh, which is a Linux distro. Um, as soon as you go in there, it's basically like Windows. Um, I'm not going to say what type of dock I use, but I had access to a dock with a USB-C that... I could use to connect to all five of my monitors. Oh. And I plugged the Steam Deck into there and was able to see everything in all five monitors. Dang. Um, this dock, which uh, was graced to me from other places, um, provided by other outside sources from the other world.
1: <laughs> Praise uh, the <laughs> Lord.
2: <laughs> yeah. The <other> uh, <laughs> It, it's, it's a beast, man. It it, it's, it picked up my camera, my Logitech camera, my keyboard and mouse. Uh, uh, everything uh, It's basically a fucking PC. Uh, so it has its own app, uh, application store in there. So I, I booted it up, took a look at some of the applications, and then you know it has like some video codecs, the ones we all know, the traffic cone guy, which is a VLC and uh, uh, Edge browser, which DLC. is uh, very important to get if you want to do uh, Xbox Game Pass. Uh, that was the minimum requirement. Sure. Uh, That's what you're using Edge
0: Browser for. Yes.
2: Uh, Firefox uh, was the standard one in there. So, uh, you, you, when you go into the section, there's a games section in there. Um, and it has like a, shoot games or whatever. I, I didn't look at the games anymore because as soon as you go into games, there's a section in there, a subcategory called emulation. Uh, so, I went into go the on. emulation category and I proceeded to download um, with a piece. PS2, PSX2, which is the PlayStation 2 emulator, which we all know it's the basic, most popular one on the, the Windows distro. Um, Dolphin, which is also the most popular one, and for GameCube and Wii, it does play GameCube and Wii games. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no EPSX one, um, which I think was the more, most popular one, but there's something called DuckStation. DuckStation.
0: station, Duck station. Um, I've heard good things I'm about DuckStation Duck recently. Station, which is a
2: pain in the ass to run, but neither here and there. Um, uh, Game Boy emulator, uh, ZSNES, and I refuse to call it SNES, ZSNES. Same. Um, I don't think there's an NES emulator. I'm trying to remember everything off the top of my head, so there's no Saturn. Uh, there is a Dreamcast one. I haven't tried the Dreamcast one yet. Um, there is a N64 one, um, but probably doesn't run it well, because you know how N64 emulation is on PC. And, and on Switch. A, yeah. <laughs> naturally <laughs> there is a genesis and a master system one and i think that is everything that's no, in an original xbox which i haven't tried but apparently runs pretty well on
0: it. interesting i know that's uh, made a lot of headway recently mm-hmm. original yeah, xbox I see that
2: one in there too and there's actually the ps3 emulators in there which i don't think runs shit but oh. it's in there um because you need a beefy pc to run that PC. yeah but uh um, right. I mean, you might be able to run like a Pixel junk game maybe or something like that.
0: But um, I saw Digital Foundry had a uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 running natively on on that PC. 60 frames. PS3. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> it froze on them. It crashed a bunch, but they had it running beautifully.
2: Somebody's doing something with
0: yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So
2: I've downloaded all those emulators, and then there's an additional step. So you have to like uh do the version of right click on there, and then you have to add it to your Steam library. And so what that does is that I'm in the desktop mode, and there is a Separate option where you go into like Steam OS mode, which is what you see in our in our everyday version of Steam. When we boot up Steam, it shows us the games and libraries. That's the Steam mode. So that's where games are run off of. You can run games off the desktop mode, but it requires a lot of additional work. And I mean it's basically like running a PC. So you can run games off there. So if there's something that's not compatible with the Steam OS mode, you can probably run it on the desktop mode, like Age Empires. Because Age Empires, you need a keyboard and mouse. Right. So and it's up to them to somehow, you know modify it to work on the SteamOS version, but that's going to require a dock. You have to have a dock. You yeah. MA requires extra stuff on there. And there's no official dock now there, but any USB C dock apparently works as long as you get something that does 130 watts. I've tried doing something that's not 130 watts from a faster version of a dock that I have. Uh which is what I this one right here, which is what I use with my iPad um to do streaming with games, it does very well. Uh this would not work. Um with the steam deck and i'm showing an image of a hockey puck uh, dock uh that does uh land and that's where they would do the power one usb 3.0 and then you have a vga and uh, hdmi um it wouldn't do enough power to charge the device i connected to my tv but the dock with the 130 watt supply i don't know how i got that but it just magically appeared here for me to test uh, that one works fine and powers it up um, so i i digress on going off on there so once you go through there and add everything you have to go in there add the edge browser you have to go in there add the emulators you want to the SteamOS version now the um, to get game pass running in there was a pain in the ass uh there is really? a web page from Microsoft an official one on um, what you have to do and there's a lot of you have to put a lot of code inside the terminal to get it to see it but once it's in there, it's done and it works great. I haven't had no issues uh, when I fire up and play Game Pass on there. I, I did a couple rounds of a multiplayer of a Halo on there and mm-hmm. had no slowdown, no disconnect issues, no hindrance. The only hindrance I was to my teammate because was, uh, I'm 85% I suck and 15% it was just me getting used to the big controller. Uh, going from a you know something that fits in my hand easily to this one is pretty big. And then when you try to do something like the joysticks are, are different.
0: It's different. I probably I can probably play it on that thing. Yeah, it's, just a it's totally different feel after our hundred hours of Halo on controller.
2: But I know there's times where I if I go on there and try
0: to melee somebody and I just miss it, I know it's because I'm not
2: used to that controller. If I had like a standard Xbox one, I would have got it, and this and that pisses me yeah. off. Yeah, I know I would have got that shit, you know. So, um, but I played, uh, was it Tunic on there? Uh, played a uh, up boy commits tax evasion. And then I played a couple matches of Halo on there, and, and it's a viable device that works very well. I mean, if it's something that you wanted to do, like Halo on the go when, uh, when you're not at home or any other thing, the Game Pass, and, and I barely had it, I had a, a, like two bars on wireless, and it works just fine, no issues. Hmm. um You can go in there and move mode in the OS. Uh, and sync any Bluetooth controller, and it pops up, and it think it's me like, hey, you can sync a PS4 controller, you can sync an Xbox One on there. So if you wanted to go the extra mile and just play with the standard controller and do that, you can. Um, that would work well if you have a dock, and to dock it to the TV, and to do Bluetooth so you can just play that that way. Uh, that is my Game Pass part. Uh, I ended up downloading a... Before I get to the emulators, because I spend most of the time in emulators, I ended up downloading <laughs> some of... Um, I think out of the 1500 steam games i have i think 500 500 of them are compatible with they're on deck yeah um then there's an additional 300 of them that if i download the db proton pack uh yes it's just like ghostbusters proton pack the db proton pack i approve um, uh, you can do a little bit more there's a there's an experimental one that Runs runs wine uh, which is a emulator uh, that is popular with the Mac OS. And it can boot up uh, Windows codecs. So there's certain games that does not work on Steam Deck because it is... If there's a... You know, like, they got Apex working on there. So there was a way for them to get around the cheat system or on there if they work with the developer. So technically they can get Fortnite on there. They're just not going to run Fortnite on there because yeah, they, they want more Fortnite through Epic, Epic. Epic games. You know, they want it on an EGS store. Yeah. Um... So there's one like Trails in the Sky that would not run because they was using an older codec that needed something from Windows. I forgot what it was. So if you get this Proton uh, experimental one on there, it will run it. It tells it like it pulls it and it plays the video like it's running through Windows and it, it booted up just fine even though it, it swore up and down when I downloaded it. Like, this shit's not compatible with your Steam Deck. Don't download it. you know like, hey, please don't do this. You're not going to have a good time. And then, Like, I, you go into the manage and go to options and you just tell it to go to the experimental pack and run that and force it and it I have no issues good uh so that boosts up another couple hundred games so i i I downloaded trails in the sky um some some visual novels some different stuff stuff in there to get some feels on their bayonetta and you know they all run pretty well and pretty optimized and i think most of them i think there's a slider i can i was hitting everything about 30 to 45 frames per second um a lot of those complaints you have brand with certain games that are run shitty on on the on the switch on the newer ones, they do run better. Uh, a lot better on the Steam Deck. So I do have higher hopes that whatever you know Nintendo comes in the future that they can be better. a lot of these games run better. If they do a better backwards compatibility to patch these older games to run on Deck, I think. Um outside of that, uh that was majority of the time when I had the brother with the regular games. Majority of what I spent was uh on the emulators. So on the Dolphin one is quirky
1: um the you go like game by game basis
2: it runs everything just like um to get it to see the controller on it because
1: it's still new
2: you have to like set everything up in desktop mode and go in there and, like all right this is gotcha. set up Do listen to me now and then you go into the steam os and then you can just hit play it boots up and it boots up the low configuration menu on there so you have to already have your it's easier if you have the iso loaded because you can just hit play, then versus trying to go in there with a the touchscreen and try to choose, okay, go over here, go to this folder path, and look, this is where the ISOs are. If you have all that pre up in the desktop mode, it makes life much easier on there. Uh, so I think I've put maybe four hours into Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door. Um, this is the only Paper Mario I haven't played at. I'm looking at my copy right now, Player's Choice One. That's an expensive, um, expensive game. Yeah, I think it it's never left the box because um, i've never felt like hooking up a GameCube or fucking around with my wii to get it on there <laughs> um i've got four hours into it and it works pretty well uh there is some quirky issues with some of the animations in there where it does jitter even though i'm still getting 60 frames per second but i think some of that's just optimization on the hardware because i've gone in there and kind of fucked with the settings and you know put it on native but you can put it on 1080p and and it boosted up in 1080p, it looks good in 1080 i I'll uh, tell you that much. Uh, you can use isotropic um, uh, uh, filtering at 16x and that runs well. But I've noticed like when you do some of the like animations where anything dealing with water has some sound issues. And then anything dealing with like the paper crafts when they're going across the screen, it, it's, it feels like it's getting frame drops. But when I got a frame uh, FPS counter at the top right, I never see it go below 45. So n- normally it's is a 60. Yeah. So I've got like four hours into it, um, and I think uh, I don't know if you
1: played this game, Brandon. Uh, no, no I haven't gotten far into into that Paper Mario at all. Yeah, you're like, like me, man. I was just on
2: my list, and I'm like, phone. And getting, getting... So you get this letter from Princess Peach, who wants you to go to Rogue Town, and um, she found a treasure map.
0: Rogue uh, town? Hmm? town? Rogue Town? Rogue Town.
2: Rogue Town. Uh, and she found a treasure map uh and it's a location for the thousand year door and you need to get these seven crystal star crystals and so you go into rogue town and you can't find princess Peach, so she's disappeared somewhere naturally uh you end up running into uh goomba bella i think what her name is and she's a college student who's also looking for the crystals and you end up talking to a professor, and he leads you into the sewers, and you find a thousand-year door, and it shows you the location for the first crystal. Um, which is like pedal port or some shit like I forgot what it is. So you end up going to this area and then you find this uh giant dragon called Hooktail, and he's flying in the background. So apparently this crystal's in his castle, so they they have you fall through, and you have to find the stone keys to unlock the, the um, the pipe to go to his castle so it's like that's kind of like their introduction phase where you're going through in the battle system and whatnot and how to you know battle with friends and stuff like that and the tutorial bits basically so yeah. as i go through there and, and you know it gives you the idea how the game is run so i think that's where i stopped now is i'm right at the final boss um finding hooktail uh to get the crystal star so um, um like i said i got about four hours into it and outside some of those issues i had in the emulator it runs pretty smooth the one on there um, that runs extremely well is the PS2 one. So I fired out, I fired up Tales of Destiny Director's Cut, which is a remake of the Tales of Destiny on PS1, uh, which they ended up redoing with the new sprites, uh, fully voice acted. And there is a story kind of like Go, um, Golden Sun, where you know, like Golden Sun 2 was like the other part of the story. Yeah, the, the uh, they antagonist included, all of a sudden. They included it in this one as well oh. There's another character in the first PS1 game that alluded to was pretty popular and you get their side story in this game. Uh that was something new they added on there. And then it carried over to Tales of Destiny 2, the real Tales of Destiny 2, which is an actual continuation of that game, not the rebranded one over here. Uh which was a Tales of Eternia in Japan. So I got let I me mean, about 4 hours into it and that PS2 emulator is fucking great. I had no issues with it. <laughs> I've had issues with the dolphin one here and there but the ps2 one runs butter smooth awesome um and that one i think i just started up a stan uh stan who's hit it's got a hitch like stole away on that flying airship called the draconis uh which sounds like a xenoblade thing and it is basically a xenoblade thing uh, where they run and he is getting a free ride to the capital and they get attacked by monsters, and he finds this sword, which they're called Swordians, and it's like a soul that's possessing a sword. And so they pick up the sword, and he can communicate. They can only communicate with certain people, and that's basically where I'm at. So he just crash landed outside into a town. It's in the, the, the mountains, and he's trying to, uh, he's basically trying to find his way to the capital city. Uh, the other game I fired up on there that runs very, very well is uh, Xenosaga Episode One. Um that I think that one i got to the end of the game i never beat it and that's on my list because i never played two or three and i almost beat one i just thought for whatever reason years ago i think i had 60 hours in and never finished i got to the- towards um that's a long a ways long into an RPG. rpg and that one runs very well too that, that ps2 emulator is very impressive it is i've played a couple different games like hunting ground on there uh silent hill three um I, it runs everything it, I throw at it, no issues, and it does it all at 60 frames per second, um, 1080p. Um, outside of that, I think the only thing I fired up on Duck Station is I fired up Sui Coden, and then I fired up Tells of Fantasia, and it, those run pretty well, and those are no issues. Uh, but that emulator is uh, it needs to be optimized for the Steam Deck because it does crash a lot if you try to like click around in there and the menus after a game is loaded, it will crash. And um it is a pain in the ass to navigate to load a game. So um, sometimes it's easier to have a mouse handy on those emulators. Um,
0: but that that's it for me. Duck station's pretty early. I mean they've made some good developments, but I think it's early on as far as like uh accessibility, I think might be the right term.
1: Ease of use. Yep.
2: But it's all yours, Brent. That's everything I've been playing this week, so
1: uh, I finally finished up, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Nice. Um, started back up, uh, fought Volgin. um, and then, of course, he gets on the Shagglehod and chases you down. You have, like, a huge, long chase sequence, and then you've got to, like, shoot him while he's, like, hanging out of the Shagglehod, which is crazy. And... Then there's a storm and he just he gets struck by lightning, which is, <laughs> I oh, guess, dear. yeah, that's that's ironic. Um, and then uh, you have to, you know, go uh, get to the end and escape. Um, while escaping, you get in a motorcycle accident, and then you have probably everything everyone's favorite thing to do in a video game basically you have to escort eva around while she's injured der- injured and even after you heal her she constantly loses stamina like crazy and you're in an area where there's tons of guards and they're on high alert that pacing just
0: it, it's the <laughs> i think that's the worst part of that game where the pacing yeah. just flops
1: And you constantly, like, you you have to, like, keep turning around and calling to her, or she just stands there. Yeah. And and that's the thing, is if she stands there, then the enemies just go, hey, what what was that? And then they see her, and then they start shooting her, so. This is the same era as uh, Cesar's Ashley escort
0: mission from Resident Evil 4. (laughs) Yeah. We got bad escort missions in this era for
2: some reason. The only one I had issue was the Resident Evil 4 one she's um, she gets carried away
1: right uh, but you uh you keep going with uh with eva and then you get to the the final area which is the lake where there's you know your your escape route is going to be but then you you stop to fight uh your mentor the boss uh and you have 10 minutes to take her down uh which actually wound up taking me a a couple tries to do this cuz i would i would sit there and i um i did see something about like if you beat her with the um the tranquilizer gun that you get the ultimate camo and you get the uh you wind up un- unlocking that gun the uh, the patriot that she that she has there at the end yeah and, that uh, wicked looking thing. trying to, trying to fight her with that, where she, cause she constantly runs up to you and will like, if you're not ready for it, she'll just kick your ass and throw you down on the ground. And she, like she, Naruto
0: runs at you, doesn't yeah. she?
1: Like, and she has the potential to like disarm you and just like spread your shit out, which is fun. Her CQC
0: is, uh, yeah, far and above beyond what you're able to pull off.
1: Which, within the story, you and her developed it together, but she's just like, she might as well have made it up herself. Because, like, even sitting there mashing the button, like, most of the time, she'd still just, like, flip me over. I'm like, what the, f- what am I doing? CQC. <laughs> but no, man, it's oh, a... The boss. It's, it's a damn good game. You finish that, and... Uh... Fly off in your helicopter, you know, have uh have a couple more uh little cutscenes and everything that comes around. Um that it, you have that weird thing with Ocelot, and then he just jumps out of the plane. Uh and then you have the whole like after events and you figure out, you know, the the real story behind, you know, what's going on and that the government was basically using the boss as a scapegoat and the cover up and all that. Yeah. But damn, it's it was actually a good game. It was a it was a really good game. Um I don't know what else more I could say about it besides uh the game was a real thrill. What, what a thrill. A thrill. As you climb the ladder? Yep. Oh, I took
0: your... What a thrill, sir. (laughs) The whole soundtrack is golden.
1: I was going to say, as you listen to this freaking song, like, several times, as it randomly starts as you climb an (laughs) elevator, or climb a freaking humongous ladder, and then uh, it plays in the last five minutes... You could see the, the boss and everything.
0: You could see the roots of that, and uh, or you see it the what he was trying to get to, I believe, with uh, like Death Stranding. You'll just have these random licensed songs pop up in Death Stranding out of nowhere. <laughs> so, all right, this is where he was headed. Except and, these are bands
1: he's picked out now. Yeah, but and, I, and it's got like heavy. Bond vibes. If you you know listen to that Snake Eater theme, it's it's a freaking Bond, James Bond theme. You know
0: that whole intro with like the the sh- the snake. Uh, yeah. CQC slow motion and the way the graphics go in and out and you got all the colors mm-hmm. and it's totally one of those like Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> not Pierce Brosnan. Well, some of those were. Yeah. But definitely the like early, the Roger yeah. Moore, Sean Connery era. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Huge and homage I, to Bond. I actually finished it on Vita. Um, I was home when I finished it, and I almost, uh, put it on the PS3, but transferring in the middle of doing, like, all this, <laughs> these, e- these end fights, I was just like, no, I'm just, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to keep yeah. playing. Yeah. And before I knew it, I was at the end. Um,
0: how'd I'll you give beat it, the
1: end last week? <laughs> I'll, uh... I'll give it, I'll give it to the dang Vita, man. It's, they, they should have put more of these, um, These ports for these PS2 games on there, because aside from the the Jack and Dexter collection, uh, because that's pretty unplayable. um, The Ratchet and Clank collection, um, Sly Cooper is another one that was great. Um, What else? Uh,
0: We talked about this a week or two ago. They've admitted, was it Jack Tretton? He was like, yeah, they orphaned
1: that too soon. Yeah. They gave up on the Vita. Even the damn um, God of War collection on there was really good. Mm-hmm. There were there's a couple times where those games would would dip or something, but that, they're solid games, man. Yeah, portable God of Wars is a sight to see. Um, and then I was gonna take a slight break, uh, and change it up. Um, I played I don't know maybe thirty minutes or so. Of this game called uh, Spirit of the North. Uh, I recognize the box. I recognize the box yeah.
0: art. Interesting.
1: Because um, I saw it go up on on like a lightning deal on Amazon for... I can't even remember. It was like 15 bucks or, or below that even. It was yeah. cheap, cheap.
0: Not five below cheap?
1: Nah. But... Um, it's it's one of those like extremely laid back. There's no dialogue. It's very chill, calm music. Um, you know, you just play as this fox and you go through um kind of this the first area is this big snowy area. Um and you can go through and and like find these staffs and and give them to these like departed souls and everything and there's like little hints of lore in the in the thing told through like these little like cave paintings and things you see but there's yeah there's there's not you know like i said there's no dialogue there's there's nothing you're basically just it's it's very 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 laid back and i think uh after metal gear solid i was like "Mm, no i'm still in this mindset of i need something a little bit more faster pace so then i just wound up um Switching and going straight into uh, Peace Walker. Uh, <laughs> no more Spirit of the North. Yeah, I may go back to it, but I was just not in the right mindset. I needed, I still needed something a little bit more involved. Um, so, is it like a walking simulator as the fox, more or less, uh, as the storytelling Kind stuff? of. I mean, a, a little bit. I mean, you do, you interact and, and kind of semi solve puzzles and things like that. Um, very light puzzle solving things right. and traversing, platforming. What does the fox say? No,
0: no. 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 We walked into that
1: one. Um, Set yeah. up. um, I started Peace Walker. Um, I only did a few missions. Uh, so far of the main story. Um, because I'm trying to build up. This one you have like a mother base and you you know you're trying to build up different As opposed to a father base. <laughs> As opposed to a father base, yes. Uh and if there is a father base, then you have to worry about if there's gonna be a child base. Keep uh, the mother base away from the father base.
2: <laughs> no child base, problem solved.
1: <laughs> but uh, there's different divisions like research and development and there's a combat thing and then eventually there's a like a mess hall and you've got to manage your your team as it were because you can go through and, and get different mercenaries and and people to occupy your your base. And the more that you invest in these different categories, you know, you can upgrade your weapons, you might learn different skills, something like that. Um and then of course if you have a lot of people you have to have a certain amount of food so you have to make sure you keep people in the mess hall to keep everybody happy and fed because if there's a low ratio of, of food people will leave and So right. uh, it sounds like a bunch of your
2: Kojima-isms are in this game.
1: Yes. Yeah. But I actually enjoy I enjoy the visuals of this because this is done kind of like um, comic book style esque, uh, told through like panels and um, different pretty, pretty different on different Yeah, where you you know see the swooshes and stuff, and they actually have wow. Uh, wow. like QTEs in some
0: of those cutscenes. That was a pretty game on outside of the cutscenes. That was a pretty game
1: on PSP. Yeah, I can see this being, because I, I never, I knew somebody that played it on PSP and they, you know, just went on and on about it. And I just, I, that was one of the ones I never picked up on PSP, but I can see how this game was, you know, be so good. It used, but, uh, uh,
0: if I remember right, it used that street pass type thing where you could recruit people. Like if you yeah. pass somebody, yeah, I wish that was still around. That'd be a cool feature. It took over the IGN offices at the time. I was listening to that PlayStation (laughs) podcast a lot, and they were destroying this game.
1: They were tearing it up every day. And it's it's very much got that... um, He wanted to to kind of gear towards that pick-up-and-play mentality. So it's not the, you know, long, drawn-out segments. They are specific missions, and you can pretty much do a mission in, like maybe 10 or 15 minutes, at least these first few. Yeah. Because you have the main missions, and then there's, like, little, like, um, challenge missions and things like that that kind of get into, you know, maybe another piece of uh, equipment or um, certain aspects. Uh, I know there's one that was just a um, uh, shooting range training kind of thing. So uh, I'll probably just continue with that. See how far I get in there. Um, what are you playing that on currently? Um, Metal Gear Solid Collection via uh, PS3. PS3 yes, one. I may put it on. Um, I may put it on my PSP. Do some transferring there. See how it goes.
0: Pretty. I I fired it up on my PSP before. It's pretty on that screen.
1: Really? Not a lot of ghosting.
0: Which one do I have the?
1: 2000? I have the one thousand. Yeah, you were gonna see ghosting. I was gonna say mine. Mine. It was. It was fun. I love that thing. But yeah, ghosting was. It was bad. It's rough. I've got a
0: two and a three. I don't. I haven't had a one in years and years. I know that's the easily moddable one. Well, I think they all are moddable now. Yeah. PSP man, I miss those days. I miss the early days of Vita. It was mucho excitement behind it.
1: Yeah. Other than that, uh, it was the Halo. So, Metal Gear. Metal Gear. A little bit of spirit of the north and Halo. That was me. Halo and Metal
0: Gear. What year is it, Brant? 2004. Brant's living his best life. And join me, and me play Paper Mario. 2002. Two, two. Yeah, Paper Mario. 2000. 2004. What's the 2002 game? 22 two. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. Yeah. Uh, anybody else got anything to add? All right, Think ladies and good. gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you.
1: I'm just he thinking he Christopher he's, Walken was like the God character, right? I'm just thinking he stole it from that. Uh, goosebumps uh, book and episode. What was the name of that one? I read a shit ton of goosebumps back in the day. I'd have to find it again. But yeah, there's like some... It's some episode where the kid, like, gets a universal remote. And then it basically does the same thing. It, like, freezes stuff. And it, it's click. It's it's basically click. Yeah. I
0: remember Say Cheese and Die and, like, the cursed yeah. camera that would kill people. turn into skeletons. It's like the reverse... Um, Come Michael on. J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Delorean, Back to the Future. There we go. You <laughs> couldn't the... remember Back to the Future? Totally drawing a blank, and I could all I could see was the the cover with him like holding up the glasses <laughs> <laughs> the, or the goggles. I could just picture the cover. That was it. Everything else was just nothing.
1: It's like I was talking to somebody today, and they were describing a show to me that's on Adult Swim. I think the show's called Smiley Friends. And he was saying that, oh yeah, there he's like, You remember that uh famous comedian, he just died? He was on there. Mm-hmm. He's really loud, he like talks a lot and he's he's loud and kind of frantic. He was he was uh he was uh he was the bird in Aladdin I'm like Gilbert Godfrey? Yeah <laughs> like you couldn't remember Gilbert Godfrey. He was loud <laughs> understatement. <clears throat> Have you seen those
0: clips of him on uh the Apprentice? <laughs> they're actually really good. He gave <laughs> no fucks. I... <laughs> he gave no fucks while he was on the Apprentice. He called uh the host of the Apprentice minefurer and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. pretty good. <laughs> in in his sense of humor, he was tore up that we lost. You, was it Bob Saget that he was pretty tore up about? Or no. Louis Anderson? Are all...
1: you freaking serious? <laughs> what
0: happened? The apprentice you're finding the apprentice
1: clips? <laughs> no, the goosebumps episode is apparently called click as well. Seriously? I'm freaking serious. Wow. I'm about <laughs> is <laughs> this it is, is
0: he, does he credit the movie to R.L. Stein? I don't say uh
1: don't based think on it's a short uh... story.
0: Based on a short story by a teen horror author. Let me see. Here we go. The R's, the L's, the Steins. Recommend. Oop. There's the IMDB page of it. There's gotta be some something in that history. Arl Stein's an interesting looking character. I saw a picture of him not too long ago. Oh my gosh. Did the movie click copy goosebumps? In 1995, Arl Stein wrote a very similar story in his tales to give you goosebumps, with almost the same plot and setup, even down to the title. Click. Scholastic Inc. almost sues Adam fam- Adam Sandler and his films' producers for plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they should have get him, Yeah, those those old shows, which are <laughs> they're so bad that they're good. They're on um they're on Netflix. And I recently went back like, I don't know, a year or so ago and even watched them with my kid and we yeah. we laughed and because they're all done with Canadian actors and stuff, too. So, you know, it's there's always a am sorry and stuff like that thrown in.
0: I think I tried a couple back in the day and I realized that I was really looking for more. Are you afraid of the dark? Like I had read those Goosebumps stories. I didn't need Goosebumps acted out, so. Yeah, it's like I was looking for more. Are you afraid of the dark? Because that shit was legit oh, spooky. That so was good. Just, just watching some.
2: That'll be warm. the fuck that shit was.
0: Big bad beetleborgs. Big bad beetleborgs. Is that the universal remote? It glows in the dark. Yeah. Universal. The Verona X620. <laughs> All right, we've been recording. Let's rock and roll.